You're listening to the Women in Western podcast hosted by Christina Miller and Cheyenne Draves, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from faith to family, business and fitness with emphasis on the glam and grit of women in the Western lifestyle community. Grab a coffee and go for a walk or a drive. Let's chat and inspire each other to be the best version of ourselves. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to another episode of the Women in Western podcast. We're so excited that y'all have joined us for another week. And like we always do, we like to talk about our highlights of the week. So Cheyenne, why don't you go ahead and get us started off with your highlight of the week? All right. Well, my highlight of the week included a very special gift that my daughter got this week. So one of my um, dental clients, she had a couple of minis and one unfortunately passed away. And these were miniature horses that she has had for 20 years. Um, And I was at her place floating her horse not too long ago. And, you know, we kind of came to the conclusion that Lucky needed another little girl in his life to love him. Um, Lucky the pony. So So we have acquired a new family member, Lucky the Miniature Horse. I actually have his papers right here. He is registered under the name Cedar Lane's Lucky Charm. He's the cutest little thing. He is 28 years old. He is so cute and just like a little old man. Um, But he has had plenty of little girls in his lifetime riding him and pampering him. So he's the perfect addition for our family for Josephine to be able to learned to ride. He came with a little saddle and a little hackamore. So we're super excited um, for Josephine to have him. Um, You know, she's only a year and a half, so she's definitely not at the point yet where she knows that she has a pony. (laughs) So she wasn't like, you know, ecstatic when he walked off the trailer, but she loves going in his pen and petting him and she pours a little feed in his bucket. So it's super cute. I'm just very blessed that we have the means to, um, have a little mini horse for Josephine. And I'm just very thankful for this friend that trusted us with him after she's had him for the last like 20 so years. Um, so we're just very thankful for the new addition in the Draves family, which is lucky the miniature horse. (laughs) Christina, what is the highlight of your week this week? Well, the highlight of my week Um, I kind of had one of those weeks where I just like stayed indoors and caught up on literally everything. So everything's caught up in my house. Laundry's caught up. It's clean. I got a ton of paperwork done and ate some like really big frogs. If you don't know what I'm referring to, it's a book called Eat That Frog. And it's basically, (laughs) we'll talk about that in later episodes, but I got something done that I really needed to get done um, that was time consuming. And so I just felt really refreshed and like, relieved after this week, just being able to stay home and get stuff done after we traveled last weekend. So um, I feel like that's a, a highlight of mine a lot of the times, but it just feels so good to get caught up on things and to be at home and well rested. <laughs> so I love it. We love a productive gal. And yeah, for people like me and you who are so like goal driven, it really feels good to kind of slow down and be able to let us catch everything up. It's the best. I'm very thankful that today I kind of have time to do that as well. So I'm going to get to my list of frogs. (laughs) That being said, we are so excited to get into this week's episode. We are interviewing Peyton Whitfield, who is the owner of multiple businesses in Stephenville, Texas, one of which being the boutique called the Buck and Buffalo Boutique. It's got a storefront in Stephenville and Dandy Lashes loves Buck and Buffalo. We always like to sport them in our photo shoots. Um, So we are so excited to get into her interview. She has such an amazing story and 
advice on how to create a business and take advantage of opportunities that a lot of people look as kind of um, not so great and create it into an awesome opportunity. So with that being said, let's get into the interview. All right, guys, we are here with Peyton Whitfield. We are so excited to get into this interview. She's a business owner. She's a mom. She is awesome. We cannot wait to get started. So Peyton, why don't you start out by introducing yourself to us, where you're from, where you grew up, and where you live Where you live now? So my name is Peyton. Um, I am from Stephenville, Texas, and I currently still live in Stephenville, Texas. Um, I have lived here for my entire life. I moved off for a couple months, but somehow when you come to Stephenville and you like don't leave, so it's kind of got like a magnet. Everyone always says that too, so I was like, no, I'm going to leave and I'm still here. So yeah, I have established my business is in Stephenville and my family, so I don't think we're going to leave anytime soon. So. That's really awesome. I also feel the same. I gravitated to Stephenville, and yes. I don't think I'll ever leave. <laughs> but, it's crazy. Everyone always says that, and I was like, no, no, not me. But yeah. Sure enough, yeah. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> so um, you own a couple businesses. Did you always know that you wanted to be a business owner? Like, what led you um, to going into business? So actually, whenever I was younger, like in high school, I – wanted to um mainly because I've always had a problem with authority and I was like I don't want anyone to be my boss I do not want that and so I thought about it when I was young and then whenever I got a little bit older I did not work very often my parents were like oh my gosh like is she ever gonna get a job and keep a job and I could not I could not do it and then I met my fiance and I got pregnant. And one day I was just like, you know what? I think this is what I need to do. And he was like, do it. Just do it. And so I did. So, and that was with the boutique. And then everything else just kind of fell into place, like the studio and then the t shirt line. Like, I never really thought that I would have all of these things. But one day I was like, maybe something. Sure enough. <laughs> I love that. Well, how did you like get into business or teach yourself about businesses? Like we'd love to hear about how each business started. Give us a a description of each business you own. You said you're a boutique owner and a t-shirt owner. Get into a little bit of that. We'd love to hear about how each one started, the inspiration behind each one, and kind of how you taught yourself how to be a business owner. Because did you go to college for business or did you just kind of go to the school of hard knocks? So whenever I was right out of high school I tried college for maybe half a year and I was like no and my parents were just like oh my goodness like she I was always the problem child like if you ask anyone in Stephenville that has lived there as long as I have they're like yeah she was like everyone knows her and not always in a good way and that's okay now because I have definitely changed for the better so um, I kind of got my life together whenever I decided to do the boutique it was during COVID, and I was working as a waitress at Peacock's here in Stephenville, and we got a bunch of stimulus money, and I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, well, maybe I'll just put it towards something else, and so I actually bought an Airstream, and I was going to do like rodeo 
like set up a boutique in my airstream and go to rodeos and stuff because deandre rodeos all the time well i bought the airstream and then i did all the business stuff that i was supposed to do and i just kind of got it going and i started in our house and it just like kind of blew up like everyone at that time had a bunch of extra money so they either invested it like i did or they spent it on people who invested it so i was really blessed a, a lot of people did go through struggles during covid and i was just lucky enough to have people spend their stimulus money on my business so it worked out really well everyone is like when did you do this and i was like oh during covid and they're like but that was hard and I was like it was actually so easy because I didn't take any money from savings I didn't take anything out of our pocket it was just extra money that was given to me that I was just like oh, I'll just invest it and then with the studio we take so many pictures for the boutique that I was just like well we might as well stop commuting and we have nothing like the studio here in Stephenville so I just opened the studio and it's basically just an empty building that is painted white with a couple props and a backdrop. So I just rent it out hourly and people come and shoot content or stuff for their stores or just family photos and everything like that. So that's how that went about. And then the t-shirt, uh, Dear Rodeo, it's actually my fiance's, but sometimes like, you know, women do things for men and they're like, oh yeah, it's his, but it's actually not. Well, well, I created this brand and I was like, I'm going to say it's yours, but I'll do everything because DeAndre does rodeo. And I was like, well, we can do this. And I was like, because when you go to the NFR, it'll get a lot of publicity. So and he was like, oh, it's a good idea. He has not once ever like packed an order or anything for dear rodeo but he does promote it really well every day to work or whenever he's riding or goes to rodeo he wears a dear rodeo shirt and he sells a lot of them because they're like where'd you get that shirt so that's kind of why i did dear rodeo because i just knew that whenever deandre does really well everyone's gonna be like oh yeah this is also deandre's brand so that's kind of why i did that just kind of a, a business move trying to make us some more money so I absolutely love that you really took advantage of the stimulus money and the whole COVID thing, because I was just thinking about this. Um, Christina and I recorded our last week's episode about like fitness and everything. And it made me think of a big thing that everyone was saying during the pandemic and stuff. Like if you don't get anything done now, it's not that you didn't have time. It's that you didn't have the motivation and the discipline to do it. And it's like, so during like that time when we all were getting like these stimulus checks and we had time to do everything, if you weren't getting stuff done, it's because you lacked like the motivation and discipline to do it. And you got it done and you really capitalized on that. Christina and I can relate because Dandy Lashes, we um, started back up in 2020 as well, which was like a time no one wanted to be starting businesses, but I'm glad that we did. And I'm glad you did. That is amazing. Yeah, it was really Everyone was just like, how are you going to do that? Even when we went back to work, my boss was like, okay. He was just kind of like, I mean, kind of like a bigger boss to a wait. I was a waitress. So he just kind of was like, yeah, okay, good luck. Like, you know, how's it going? And I was just, I was very humble about it. I didn't want, I didn't bring my business a lot to my workplace at the time, but I just kept going and kept hustling. Like I just wanted my business to be so successful, but I just stayed at Peacocks for so long. Actually, I was there for like almost another year after I started Buck and Buffalo that whenever I decided to finally leave, people were like, 
well, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I have a whole business. <laughs> and like a lot of my customers were like, oh, like we didn't even know. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't. Like, I didn't come wait tables and be like, shop my boutique, you know, like, I didn't want to do that. So it was really funny. But I definitely was so proud of myself that I took advantage of that stimulus money. Because a lot of times people ask me now, you know, how'd you do it? What'd you do? And I'm like, truthfully, I just took a blessing. And that's to some wasn't a blessing. But I took that money and I ran with it. And I was like, I might as well put it somewhere that and they got me here. So it worked out well. So how long, like once you got the boutique going, did um, it take for it to become successful? Was it like a really a slow process in the beginning or were you surprised at how quickly it took off during uh, the pandemic? So actually it, it went really well. Whenever I had first started, I was, I was really shocked. And um, my fiance, DeAndre is like, well, what'd you expect? Like, you sell stuff out of your closet all the time. Of course, they're going to buy what you're wearing like or what you're selling. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. I, I felt really confident in my business decision that I wasn't really blown away by it because I was so confident in that I would be successful that I, w- I felt very blessed that it did really well right away. Um, it did so good, actually, that I was able to open a storefront six months later versus staying online. So although it was, I kind of have a social media presence, like through um, everything like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything like that. So and a lot of people know me, like a lot of people shopped local and just knew who I was. So it that helped a lot. Um, I think that it, it gave me a lot of business that I did stay in Stephenville and that people knew like my first location was very hidden. And so the people that came in came because they knew it was there. They heard about it or they knew who I was. So I was definitely shocked. But at the same time, I was very confident that I wasn't as shocked as I would be if I wasn't very confident myself. So, Yeah, that's probably a big um, pro to staying in Stephenville. Like you said, you just had so many friends and and people that knew of you there to shop. So that's amazing. I love that. And speaking of your um, boutique, your storefront in Stephenville, um, which is Buck and Buffalo, you already said. Also, um, I'm not going to confirm or deny that I probably help keep the lights on in that place. Um, My husband doesn't need to know how much money (laughs) I've spent in your boutique. I love the dear rodeo tees. Um, But what are the pros and cons of having a storefront and online boutique, like one versus the other? Um, do you love having a storefront? Kind of what are the pros and cons of it? So, yes, I absolutely love it. And mostly because I love to see people come in and shop. Like I love that at the end of the day, like I'm sitting in my store and these people are coming in to shop with me. I love that. I think it's so cool. Like it's it's very rewarding especially to see people come back like you guys all the time. (laughs) Um, I really, I really enjoy that. Although it is um, expensive, it's very expensive and it does take a lot of work. Um, Online takes a lot of work too. So it's kind of hard to compare the two. If I had to choose one, that would be the hardest thing ever for me to choose. But I do enjoy a lot having the storefront and I never want to get rid of it because I love to see local people and I just love that comes with it. Um, it is hard 
sometimes like finding people that you want to work with you or that you want to represent your brand. It's just hard trusting just anyone. So finding people to work in here is the hardest thing. I've only had total about three employees that have either one has stayed with me for ever and her name is actually Peyton and I had another employee and her name was Peyton and she left for school reasons so it's so funny all of us were named Peyton all at one time DeAndre is like Peyton one two and three and then I had another girl that worked and they've all been literally so amazing but it's like they're so good it's so hard to find anyone that I feel like I could compare so that is the hardest thing I think about having a storefront but overall it's it's a blessing and I would never want to close my store. So yes, your storefront is amazing. I, I go in there quite a bit because you just have the most unique designs and we absolutely love that about your boutique, which, um, tell us a little bit about the iconic cool it cowboy logo. Like what's your story behind that and how did it come about? So actually, like I said, I had worked at Peacock's for Probably, I think I was there for about three years, three to four years. I was a witch for a long time. I had gotten pregnant with my son, and I stayed there until he was about almost three, two and a half. Um, so when I was working one day, it was getting to the end of me being at the restaurant. But one day I was working, and there was a little man that was uh, actually another girl had been waiting on him, but the dishwasher went to clean his table and he was like, Hey, look at this. And there was a drawing, which was the cowboy. And I was like, give me that. And he was like, I, he was like, no. And he threw it all away. And I dug it out of the trash and I was like, no, I'm taking this. And so I took it and I waited about another week. And then the older man came back in and I was like, I took this out of the trash because I love this. And I was going to ask you if I could buy it from you or if I could put it on a t-shirt. And he was like, oh my goodness, that is my dream. He was like, I would love that. So I put it on a t-shirt and his name was Tom Barton. And he still lives here in Stephenville. And not long after we had launched Cool It Cowboy, um, his wife got really sick, and so we did a fundraiser with through the t-shirts, because at the time it was only t-shirts. We did a fundraiser, and we helped and donated all the proceeds that we had made from one point in time to him and his wife to kind of help them with their medical bills and everything. And then we just, it just kind of carried on from there. We put the cowboy and Cooley Cowboy on everything, and it just kind of came like an icon to our business. So it was just like, really rewarding that something that I found in a trash can on from somebody's table and I just looked at it and I was like no this is gonna be big I know it is so that's kind of where I got it from and he's awesome they're amazing I love Jan and Tom so much they're such sweet people and I love that I could make one of his dreams come true of putting some of his artwork on a t-shirt I didn't know that you had fundraised for him for his family I had heard a little bit of the story of how it was just one of your customers had drawn something but I knew nothing about you fundraising for his family how awesome that you were able to advocate advocate for him as an artist and be able to give back to him I love that so much yes it worked out really well we were really I was it was he had not even told me anything but after 
we had, um, or after I had taken the drawing and spoke with him about putting on the shirt, I was like, hey, you know, I'd like to meet with you and bring you a shirt, like have you and your wife some shirts I'd like to give you guys. And then he was my friend on Facebook from there on out. And I saw he had posted about his wife being sick. So I was like, oh, I have the best idea. And so we did. And that's kind of whenever I put this story out there of where it came from, it just kind of so everyone would know why I was using that to do what I was doing. But I I used the uh, cowboy and the quilt cowboy a little bit before. And then like not long after his wife had gotten sick. So it was like all God's timing. Like it, it worked out well for the both of us because it, it, that design did so much for my business and got me so much attention. So yeah, it's a very, very unique logo. We absolutely love it. That's awesome to hear about. Um, just moving on to you as a business owner, I know a lot of women listen to our podcast that have dreams of starting their own businesses. Um, and some people might be interested in opening their own boutiques or clothing companies. Um, do you have any advice for someone who would be interested in opening a boutique? Do you think the industry is too saturated or do you think that there's still room for women to be successful doing that? I do not think that a clothing industry could ever be too saturated if you are your own person. I think that if you take your own style and you try to be unique, then there's no way anyone could ever compete with you. I try extremely hard to be different. Um, that is a lot of the reasons, some of the things that I produce, I make so I don't be like other people. Like I don't want... I try so hard to be different because I don't want the industry to be saturated. I don't want to be like everyone else. I want people to see things and be like, that's Black and Buffalo. Like that is for sure something Peyton made. And that, that definitely happens. If you stay true to yourself and you try to be unique and different, then I think that you should definitely go for it. It's not an easy process, but if it's something you want to do, it is actually so easy and it's so enjoyable to get through and do everything. So I think that if that is someone's dreams, that it, that it, I'm sorry, that is their dream for a reason. So I definitely think that anyone can do it if you want to. You definitely have to have a love for customers and clothing and everything that comes with it because although it looks so fun to be a boutique owner, there's so much. There is so much. And if it's not a passion, you should definitely not do it. If you, don't think that you can stay up and pack orders till 4 a.m. with your fiance being like, oh my God, can we go to bed? No, you should definitely not do it because it is so much, but it is such a blessing. So I definitely think if it's someone's dream, they should for sure chase it as anything else. Love that so much. Yes, if it's a dream and it's on your heart, you should definitely go for it. And along the lines of you wanting to keep your brand super unique, um, and Buck and Buffalo is so unique. And I love that you thinking the, you know, you saying that the industry won't be too saturated if people are sticking true to who they are. I know that you um, personally have dealt with a lot of um, jealousy and imitation in the industry. Um, so how has that helped helped you grow as a person and a business owner, um, especially when it's like all of your hard work, you know, trying to be such a unique recognizable brand when people see something they know it's buck and buffalo how has that helped you grow dealing with you know the the jealousy and the imitation in this industry so luckily we well unluckily we have gone through that so much and so many things that i've created have been copied and like so many things i got to the point 
there's a couple people that I mean a lot of people know about because I have a very big strong voice for my company and I refuse to let people get away with things like that and everyone well some people are like oh my goodness it's not that big of a deal let it go and I'm like oh that's not me like I can't let it go I'm definitely gonna stand for me and my business so um I think that it has been awful and it has definitely sucked but at the end of the day it's kind of rewarding that something that I create somebody else wants to create or somebody wants to recreate and make it their own although it does suck um they say that imitation is the best form of flattery and as much as I literally hate that saying I hate it so much it is absolutely true but you should you should definitely still not do it and I do not condone it and if you ever copy or do something to copy one of my businesses or one of my friends businesses I definitely speak up about it and I think that's why I even have the platform that I have or my business even has the platform that it has because I definitely stand for what I believe and I refuse to just fall back and let people take advantage of my creations. Um, it hasn't really set me back any. If anything, it is, has just taught me that as long as I keep creating, people are always going to be one step behind. Um, dealing with jealousy is... I mean, it's horrible, but I I always want to, like, be like, don't, like, just do something. Like, everyone has the ability to create something, everyone. No matter, like, who you are, you can come up with something. If you sit there, like, that's why it irks me so much is because I'm like, you could just sit there for 10 minutes and think about something you want to create, and you could definitely do it. So it, it bothers me so much when people copy other things. I'm like, just 10 minutes. You could have taken 10 minutes out of your day and made something so unique for your business. So... Um, it definitely sucks, but at the end of the day, it's it's rewarding that I've created something so cool that everyone wants to do it too. So, I think that's the quote of the episode. If I keep creating, everyone's going to be a step behind. I love that because <laughs> like, it's so true. No one can copy something that you're going to create right now. Yes, you're, defi- you're definitely a leader in the industry for sure. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate it. I have... Um, noticed a lot and I take much pride in it and I'm like oh that's so cool like I love that but credit me like that's all you have to do I mean I know I am not a humongous I am not by all means at all an influencer and I do not want to be labeled an influencer but I love whenever people message me and I'm like oh my goodness where did you get that I'm getting that or I'm doing that or look what I got because of you like I think it's so cool and I'm like yes girl like that's awesome I love that so much I actually made a pair of shoes with my fiance's face on them like three years ago now and I thought it was so funny because I had posted them and so many people made them and I was like that's so cool. I was like, DeAndre, look, you did that because your face. I was like, I, and he has a pair, they're Vans, and you can like go online to Vans.com. Everyone be like, how did you do that? And I'm like, literally, Vans.com and add your own picture. Like for Christmas one year, I gave him a pair, and he wears them every Christmas now. And it's just a picture of me on a pair of shoes. And I think it's so funny that like people saw that and were like, oh, I'm so doing that. 
I think wait father's day is coming up so maybe josh needs a picture of josephine on a pair Definitely. of bands. i think it's funny <laughs> and every time he wears them people are like oh my god like where did you get those but it's so hilarious well today has been so much fun and we so appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing a little bit about you and your story um and the amazing businesses that you've built and so something that we like to ask everybody that's on the podcast what is your biggest piece of advice or one thing that people can take away from your story if someone is copying you you will always be a step ahead of them and also if you have a dream definitely chase it don't ever let anyone tell you that the industry is too saturated or you shouldn't do that because someone already does because you might just be better than they are or you might have better ideas or you might have more ideas that no one has put out there yet. So definitely just keep going and be creative. Like that is the easiest thing. I just want everyone to know like if you just sit and think, like if you just put a little bit of time into creativity, anyone can do it. You can come up with anything. So I think people should definitely be creative. I really like that. And I'm actually going to take that advice myself because I feel like in my businesses too, I can sit down and try to create a little bit more instead of trying to draw inspiration from what other people are doing in the same industries I'm in, just trying to be a little more creative of what um, I can do and what we can do as business owners. I love that piece of advice. And then Peyton, where can everyone find you on socials? If people want to follow along and follow your businesses, give us some Instagram handles. So my business is Buck and Buffalo Boutique. The studio is Studio 254. And then Dear Rodeo Tees is just Dear Rodeo Tees. They're all pretty simple. If you just type in all of those, it is exactly like it sounds or how it's spelled. And then my personal, it's a lot of me and my fiance and how much I love him and our son, Xavier. So if you want to see all that and cool shoes and stuff like that, my Instagram is pwitxo42. Thanks again, Peyton, for being on the podcast. We absolutely loved this episode. Guys, make sure you go follow Peyton on all the things on Instagram. We cannot wait for you guys to be back here next Wednesday with another episode. Until then, make sure you're subscribed, leave a review, and we will see y'all next week. See you next week. 